This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Friday the 23rd of July and thanks for joining me for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the travel desk of The Independent. Today, at the start of what should be the busiest weekend of the year for Britain's airports, my best guesses on traffic light changes. An update on rail travel, cancelled trains and those seat reservations. And what's wrong with Canada exactly? Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. An awful lot of people, according to the figures published by some travel companies, are booking very, very late for getaways to Europe. There's reports of a doubling of capacity, at least, which isn't always the same as the number of people, but it does signify that there's an appetite for going abroad, even though, of course, you might think it's a, a long time since it was possible to visit France, Greece, Italy or Spain without ongoing tests or quarantine, either on the way out or on the way in. And People are partly booking late, I believe, because it gives less time for things to go wrong. And I can absolutely sympathise with that. There's so many people who found themselves caught the wrong side of new government rules saying that you have to self-isolate. Therefore, I thought I would at least just tell you what the numbers are looking like to me in terms of which countries you might expect to be changing when the new traffic light review takes place. And crucially, when is that going to be? Well, there's all kinds of rumours. Some people are saying the 2nd of August, others the 4th or the 5th. And it's one of the latter two that would fit in with the idea that we're going to get them every three weeks, probably taking um, effect on the 9th of August. So, In the absence of any other changes at all, it would be perfectly reasonable to imagine that you could take a trip to anywhere where you're going to be back by the weekend of the 7th and 8th and imagine that nothing could possibly go wrong. Of course, we know that that is absolutely far from the truth. But let me tell you which countries and locations I'm particularly looking at with concern. Um, There are very high rates happening in the Balearics, which is terrible. It's almost as though there's a kind of kiss of death when um, uh, somewhere gets put on the green list. You'll recall that, uh, well, um, I think it was the 24th of um, June, so not even a month ago, they were put on the UK's Uh, green watch list. They've now been removed from that. They're on amber. Uh, But according to Tim White, the analyst, um, we've had uh, an all-time high yesterday of new COVID cases 
and they are particularly significant in uh, Mallorca and Ibiza, not so bad in Menorca and Formentera. However, it may well be that uh, there's uh, not going to be any any significant change because, of course, these things uh, can go down as well as up. Um, in terms of places which might actually improve, well, the obvious ones um, appear to be, uh, uh, well, uh, we, we've seen that um, Italy is performing pretty well Overall, um, it was regarded as a reasonable contender for the green list. And it may be that given that you'd be far, far, far safer being in Italy than you would be in UK in, in terms of uh, not contracting coronavirus, then that maybe that would be a good addition. It'd be really, really significant too. And then, well, while the rates on the Greek islands are very various... Um, I still think that um, while well, Crete is, for example, looking pretty, uh, uh, pretty alarming, um, somewhere like Zakynthos isn't, and therefore it would be good to see that. Maybe uh, Corfu, certainly Kefalonia. Um, so on the Ionian Sea side of Greece, uh, it would appear to be um, fairly, fairly good and obviously um, uh, those places all served by direct flights from the UK and ultimately it doesn't make any difference to people whether it's amber or green if they are lucky enough to be double vaccinated. Um, Turkey has seen a steep rise so therefore the chances of it being moved from the red list are uh, looking low and France well they're, they're seeing rises it's slightly distorted by um uh, Bastille Day happening um, uh, last week. That's that's slightly uh, uh, hitting the figures. So therefore, a early removal from the Amber Plus list or category created specially for it um, might be um, uh, off the cards at the moment. And the other uh, great place which most definitely deserves to be on the green list from all points of view, as far as I can see, is Canada, um, astonishing country, um, and yet the government says that you should not go there. It says on the Foreign Office advice, um, the Foreign Office takes the view that it is too dangerous to go there. We advise against all but essential travel because of the levels of COVID-19 infections. And I thought, well, that's awful. I wonder how much worse they are than um, in the UK. And I had a look at the figures. Um, and to my surprise, I found that um, they're actually better than the UK's. And not just a bit, not twice or four times or 10 times or 20 times or 50 times. They are 65 times better than the UK's rates. So... Um, I have uh, made my approach to the Foreign Office uh, to say, look, I really don't understand this. You, know, you are supposed to be judging the safety of British people abroad. You are seriously telling me not to go to Canada because of the levels of coronavirus infections when by any possible calculation, I'm far safer in Canada than I am here. And they said, we know what we are doing. We absolutely simply assess the uh, 
dangerous for British people, we continuously review them, and that's our decision. Um, well, that's up to them. I shared that with um, Paul Goldstein, a uh, tour guide who's uh, led trips to Baffin Island, a lovely uh, destination. And um, he uh, said uh, the government's risable traffic light system is utterly broken. It's not as if it's ever worked. How can you have a country like Canada, which has a rate six, 70 times less infectious than the UK, being a no-go area? They have made this ludicrous policy up as they go along. Ruling by fear with these draconian decrees, I thought was the domain of the Soviet Union in the 1950s. I was clearly wrong. Of course, let me stress that the government insists all decisions are based on its analysis and I guess it knows best, as they did back in the days of the USSR. Just one more point. A um, lot of response from the uh, rail item. Uh, some people got the sense that they shouldn't travel at weekends. I hope I made it absolutely clear that uh, that's when trains are going to be most crowded. And so therefore, um, probably for the lowest fares and the um, uh, highest chance of a seat, then it would be great to travel uh, midweek, Tuesday to Thursday. Very unusually, it used to be exactly the opposite way round. Um, but it is still perfectly possible to travel, including on Fridays, which is likely to be the most busy day. Um, and increasingly many train companies are making it very straightforward for you to get a seat reservation up to about 10 minutes before your train goes. And of course, every advance reservation ticket sold for any train which does accept reservations, and some of them don't, um, for instance, um, London Northwestern or uh, Southwestern Railway. Um, but the big long-distance operators, LNER, Avanti West Coast, GWR, East Midlands Railway, they will give you a seat reservation automatically when you buy an advance ticket. So, for goodness sake, don't be put off using the train. Use the train hugely more than you use the a car because it's much safer and better for the environment. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. A pleasure to talk to you. Of course, this podcast is completely free. You can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Follow that up with forward slash newsletters to subscribe to my weekly travel email. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.